My name is Nathan Kolopek. I am Matthew Morkin. And this is the Veritas Equipping Podcast. Our goal is, especially during this time, to equip you to live out your faith and love Jesus well. Hey, Veritas, we hope and pray you had an excellent celebration of Christmas over the last week. And it's hard to believe that the new year is coming upon us. And so we just wanted to take a few minutes just to share devotion on thinking about the new year. So I'm going to hand it off to you, Nathan, and love to hear what you have to say. Matthew, you're not really like a resolutions guy, right? I try not to be. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I always come up with a resolution that that I stick with for a month or two. Yep. And I think I'm doing pretty good at a month or two. This past year, I was going to read all of the all of Spurgeon's sermons. I had all of them down, and I stuck with it for a few months and just didn't didn't get it done. I'm embarrassed to uh, reflect on my New Year's resolutions from last year. Yeah, and so as I'm thinking forward to 2021. There's a lot of people even just in pop culture saying like, man, hopeful for a better year, all, all this stuff, whatever. I think God has built into us this ability to process time and kind of mark time to help us get a sense of progress and change and whatever. But again, as I'm thinking of resolutions, as a church, right now we're releasing this in the middle of a, of a series on prayer. We're doing just a two-week series on prayer and Recording this, I'm getting ready to, to speak um, one of those weeks on a Sunday. But I would love to give us a verse and, and maybe hopefully some motivation to not have a resolution but have a theme for 2021. And, and this is for me personally. I'm not speaking as like a, a big Veritas initiative, but I would love for us to be people of prayer, people that seek God's presence, seek Him personally in 2021. There's so many things that have been exposed in our hearts and our lives in 2020, whether it's our desperate need for community and other people, whether it's economic fears or insecurities or or political instability, whatever it is. And the antidote to a lot of those things, I really do think, is closeness and connection to God. Not necessarily that we won't go through trials and struggles in life, but that the quality, like the flavor of everything we go through will be different when we're walking closely with him. And I've just seen in my own life the ups and downs of when I'm pursuing Jesus closely and personally, it changes my outlook on everything around me. And when I don't, it's not like I go to neutral. I actually just buy into all of the fears and the worries and the anger around me. I don't think there's a neutral ground where it's like one day I'm spiritually hot and then I'm just kind of spiritually neutral. I actually do think the current that we're in around us is towards self-reliance, towards fear, um, towards anxiety, towards anger. And I think that's the, without God's power showing up, the, that's the best we got, which sucks. <laughs> so so one verse I would love to share that maybe God would even make this, as you're listening, make this a theme verse for you this year. Psalm 27.4. One thing have I asked of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. So in Psalm 27, it's David writing it. He's talking about God being his salvation, his stronghold, because there are evildoers and adversaries around him. He's using this picture of war going on. But as he's giving this picture of war, he's saying the thing he's praying for, the thing he's seeking is not just peace, not just an end of the war, even though, again, he was a military leader, dude had to go into battle. 
the thing he's praying about is that he would dwell in the house of the Lord and gaze on, on God's beauty and inquire or meditate in his temple. And so in David's time, the way that you got close to God, because he didn't have the spirit in him the same way we do now that we're in Christ, you would go to the tabernacle, to the temple, as the place where God chose to, to make his presence felt and experienced. So David's heart cries, God, I just want to be close to you. I just want to draw near to you all the days of my life. I, w- I want to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord. Like, God, you are beautiful, and I just want to see more beauty. Th- there are certain things in life where if you if you taste it, it makes you more hungry for it. Like, I love food, right? I, I do too. Amen. And, and there's a certain point where I eat a lot of good food, and then I can't eat any more good food, right? I get this with desserts all the time. You probably don't. Um, <laughs> you're kind of a cookie monster sometimes. But um, I can eat sweet stuff to a certain point, and then my mouth is like, no, I don't want that anymore. It kind of hurts almost physically. But there are some things like God, enjoying him and encountering him, where when you get some, it actually makes you hungry for more. And I think people... I'm not putting myself in this category, but people that really walk closely with God in a close prayer life, in intimacy with him, they just get hungrier for him. They don't hit a certain point. They're like, sweet, I'm topped up. I'm good, right? They they taste and see the Lord is good. And, and it's the kind of tasting that makes you just hungrier and hungrier. Mm-hmm. And I think David experienced that. And when he says inquire in his temple, I've got a little footnote in the ESV that says, or meditate. There's part of it where his his mind, his affections, his focus is being filled with God in a way that transforms the way he goes off into battle, in a way that transforms the way he goes off to lead his people and to be a king. So he's not saying, oh God, if only I was a monk, then I wouldn't have these problems. Like the battle is still there, but the tone, the temperature of his heart is wrapped up in the presence of God and enjoying God. And I just... I probably am going to say this when I when I preach a little bit, but I'm, I'm captivated by this idea of us as people, Veritas, being that sort of people and being mature disciples because we, we're just with him. We love him. We want to please him. We just want what he wants more of because we enjoy him and we're around him. And we're everyday missionaries because we're going out aware of his presence and just we love him and so we just want to tell people about him, not some weird burden or duty. And... And we do have to discipline ourselves to get to the point where we like show up and encounter his presence. There is something to that, but it's more than just do your religious duty. I think I've, I've experienced those sweet moments, you know, during hard times before I came to Veritas, walking through some difficult years and literally feeling like this is a little bit of an exaggeration. I had nothing but Jesus, you know, and having some sweet moments in Jesus and even realizing in the last month how how sloppy that's gotten just because I've felt protected and free and you know Jesus didn't have to be so active in my life but wanting that back at that sweet level of you know it's not that you want to you know you don't you don't do it for the blessing because there's a lot of perversion in theology in that direction but when you're in the word when you're with your maker when you're talking to him and communing with him, it's better. Yeah. Yeah. It's better. And to be in a place, maybe even without trauma or drama, without those things, oh, it would be a sweet growth point. And to see our whole body, our whole church just invested in joining together on Sunday mornings and celebrating their time in the Word. Yeah. Man, that'd look awesome. That'd be sweet, wouldn't it? And so so maybe the 
the equipping note in this podcast for you as you're listening in, guys, is find a theme, find a, a promise of scripture, find a verse that captivates your heart towards pursuing Jesus this coming year and memorize that scripture, repeat it to yourself often, like chew over it, meditate on it and ask God to transform your perspective this coming year. We're in a world that is looking for hope, that's looking for change, that's looking for better days. Guys, our, our best days will be the days where we're walking closely with Jesus. <laughs> and that's not a set of steps to take, it's a relationship to cultivate. And if David, in the middle of a battle, in the battlefield, can pray one prayer request, one prayer request I have, that's what I'm going to seek. It's just to be close to him. And so just imagine for a minute as you're listening in, imagine if that was a prayer request that captivated your heart and your life. Imagine if you were the kind of person that the prayer request that comes most out of your lips and in conversation with people is, man, I just want to be close with Jesus. I just want to walk with him. I just want to enjoy and, and look at how beautiful he is and just, just be close to his presence. That would change everything. That would transform every part of your life. And, and Matthew, you're, you're talking about it. Like There will be suffering in 2021. There will be times where you like desperately need Jesus and he will be so sweet in those moments. And maybe the harder times will be when the pressures lift off and you don't feel like you need him as much. When you're not on the battlefield, when you're not in quarantine, when when life, quote unquote, returns to normal, whatever, making this again kind of the theme, the heartbeat of your of your year for 2021, a year where you just pray one thing, God, I just want to be close to you. I just want to look at you. I just want to enjoy you more. And through that, he'll teach your heart to obey. You'll see his commandments not as a burden and a duty, but as an overflow of his love for you. And you'll actually start to obey because you know he's for you, even in things that are hard. Um, his mission won't feel as difficult to you. It'll feel like an invitation from the one who loves you and knows you and knows what's good for you, who's already loved you, and you get to invite other people into that. I think there's so much, like, our hearts will be more captivated by his glory because we'll enjoy his glory and we'll want him to receive the glory he deserves. We'll want to glorify God when we see that he's beautiful and he's worth it. Yeah, so... I'm meditating on this as I'm getting ready to preach. I think, Matthew, you can hear kind of my heart is like stoked for this. And I'm hoping 2021 can be a, for our church an incredible year of seeking God. Yeah, so Veritas, maybe you're a person who thinks about resolutions. Maybe you try to stay away from those things like the plague. Well, we still hope you lose 10 pounds, but, but, would, <laughs> but would you consider, you know, where is your relationship at with Christ right now as you consider the new year? What rhythms do you need to jump into? And specifically, where is prayer? Like, how is your time with your maker? It might be something to challenge you challenge you in for 2021 well thanks so much for listening we love you and we look forward to seeing you in the new year 